home. To popping cleavage. So we're going to get a little heavy today, but not in the way that, <laughs> that you're probably hoping for. Mm-hmm. Just a, a topic that should be talked about. It should have been a while ago, but we just kind of been putting this one off. Yeah, we've been putting this one off, but it is time mm-hmm. to talk about some toxic, really just toxicity in general in the industry. Yes, in the industry. There's a lot of toxic creeps out there. <laughs> yes, and some in plain sight. So let's get into that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, there are a lot of wonderful people to work with in the industry yeah. and that goes for like all like like everyone photographers producers mm-hmm. videographers makeup artists yeah management like there's a lot of great people there is and we've both been fortunate to work with pretty awesome people mm-hmm. you know good teams yes but the reality is <laughs> that there are a lot of much less great mm-hmm. <laughs> people in the industry that are literally just using people, it's exploiting really sad. people, mm-hmm. you know, taking advantage of women, especially. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's really disheartening, you know, and it's easy to like brush under the table. And mm-hmm. I definitely can admit that I've made that mistake in the past before mm-hmm. of just letting stuff go. Yep. Fuck that. Yeah. No more letting it go because you shouldn't have to deal with certain stuff or tolerate it, put up with it, you know, Um, especially when it comes to, you know, let's just get into it. There's well-known photographers with good reputations out there, but some of them are not. (laughs) Not good at all. Yes. And we don't mean their skills. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that there are a lot of skilled people who use their skills e- essentially as an advantage, mm-hmm. their well-knownness as an advantage. They mm-hmm. are somebody and therefore, like every classic power story, they have influence and control over people that are lesser than them mm-hmm. in their eyes. Yeah. Yeah. We know that part's not true, but that's what they actually believe. Mm-hmm. And they use their following or how well-known they are as their, you know, their way to just think they're the shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and to just get people into situations in which they feel, I mean, in which they hold the power and where the person that doesn't, you know, feels obligated to accept their behavior, Mm -hmm. you know, and for those who don't know like well what are you talking about what are they doing (laughs) you know what is it that they're doing Mm -hmm. um and it's so many things and it can be little or it can be big it could be touching you Mm -hmm. it could be talking about you in a sexual manner yeah you know making you feel uncomfortable whether that's you know verbally or physically Mm -hmm. and that's just not okay no you know just the same rules that apply to any workplace apply to any photo shoot video shoot set of any kind yeah yeah you know but a lot of people just get away with shit you Mm -hmm. know and people just look the other way they do and that's what's sad and you'll even hear it you'll talk to some girls and they're like oh well this happened and you're like what yeah like why Why? did you what'd you do nothing 
Well, yeah. I mean, but that's that's the reality is that a lot of us are just conditioned to to do nothing, to say nothing, mm-hmm. even in a world of Me Too and, you know, where a lot of people are feeling more comfortable sharing their stories. Mm-hmm we still justify it's like oh it's not that bad yeah oh well you know i didn't get raped so it's you know <laughs> yeah you just deal with it mm-hmm. and it's like no i'm at a place now in my life where it's like if i feel uncomfortable if somebody's making me uncomfortable in a work setting or any setting you know the same rules apply to all the way across my life yeah i am not going to tolerate it i'm not going to choose to work with that person exactly if that is their prerogative <laughs> yep Absolutely. Um, there, when I first started modeling, there was this one photographer and he kind of had that reputation, which I didn't know about until after I shot with him. Because nobody said anything, right? No. Everybody's no one like, said he's anything. great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he had a big following on Instagram. So you think, oh, okay, well, I'm trying to build my following. So this will be great for me. And I didn't have that great of an experience, you know. It wasn't too bad, but there was a few things he did that made me feel uncomfortable. And um, I remember, though, after that shoot, I had heard more stories from other girls and that he had done the same thing or worse. And then finally, one of the models put him on blast. (laughs) Yes. And that I thought that was pretty fucking cool. I'm like, good for her. Someone actually spoke up. Yes. You know, and I remember he had to like make a whole different Instagram account and everything. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That's like a whole nother link. Mm -hmm. Literally had to rebuild his own image Mm -hmm. to counterbalance the shade that was coming his way for once. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So. And, you know, that's like a herd mentality thing, too. And and we see that with everything where. People just think that somebody else is going to say something. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of relying on everybody else as a collective to do something about a problem instead of doing it yourself. Like somebody falls down, like, are you going to rush over there and they're going to pick them up? Or do you think, oh, somebody else will help them? You know, and it's the same thing even for ourselves. We're like, oh, well, I shouldn't say anything because I'm, you know, yeah. we don't know what other people's stories are. And we're like, well, maybe he just did that to me. And. Yeah. He did it to you. He probably did it to 20 other people. Yeah, exactly. You know? And I mean, fuck it. I don't care. I'll just tell you what it was. So, like, I remember he had asked me, he's like, hey, do you mind if I, um, I'm promoting my buddy's watch brand. Do you mind if you're just like, if I like tug on your panties and have my watch in the photo? And I don't know. I was like, okay, sure. Like, I didn't know. And I was like new in the industry and everything. Yeah. But the way he did it, it just, it felt really uncomfortable. Like his intentions were trying to take like a vagina shot of me. You know, I'm like, um, what the fuck are you doing? Wow. Yeah. So after that, it just kind of got awkward and I left. But um, after that, I had heard other stories from other girls, you know. Like, he tried biting some girl's nipple. <laughs> like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just think it's, like, good to share what, what the stories were because I know everyone's wondering, like, oh, what did he do? You know? Right. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's just so many little things. It would be, like, grabbing you, hugging you, trying to touch your boobs. Yeah. Trying to touch your butt. Trying oh. to get you in a position to where you're vulnerable. Uh-huh. Or if this is somebody you've worked with for a while and something that I hear with a lot of girls is that – it's almost like a grooming process, like to get you more comfortable with them and then t- 
take advantage of that comfort, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe get you to do something that you didn't think that you would do prior. Yeah. I hear that one all the time. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Well, I mean, I think we're guilty of that. (laughs) Yeah, but it's, but I mean, like, yes, it is our responsibility. But when you think about, like, the psychology behind it and, like, what's going on. Yeah. There's a reason that girls are are doing it or feeling pressured yeah you know feeling like they just have to go with the flow or maybe they're being promised something you know Mm -hmm. i don't know how many stories i've heard from girls that are like well i was told that if i wanted to be somebody this is what i had to do that's sad and it, it is sad but like imagine you're coming into an industry and i mean i was told the same thing too very young it's like oh if you if you want to do this, if you want to work for this company, you want to be on this company, you want to be on a billboard, you want to be in a magazine, you're going to have to do this, mm-hmm. you know, X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to follow me. I can make you or I can break you. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's sick. It really is. It's very just disappointing, mm-hmm. you know, very disappointing Yeah, that that people just continue to get away with mistreating people you know with the the fakeness of helping yeah it's like they put on the face like oh i'm gonna help you and it's really in your best interest but really it's just in their best interest Mm -hmm. you know they're just helping themselves yeah which is just ugh, you know yeah just leaves kind of a bad taste in your mouth well it's almost like they prey on the vulnerable people too well they do i mean that's why you'll see like a good and this can happen to any model you know, of any, you know, no matter who they are. I mean, it happens to actresses too, mm-hmm. you know, with producers. I mean, it, it pretty much happens in every power setting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, you think it can't happen to you and then it does. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Time to distance myself from these people who just want to take advantage of mm-hmm. me. <laughs> yep. So, but. God, I, you know, I was talking to a girl recently and she was telling me that she met with a um, a management person, somebody who manages several well-known large models and um, was essentially telling her that she wasn't that good of a model. She wasn't that good. He could make her better. Um, and she does her best work when her legs are spread. Fuck. That's so messed what up. What the fuck? What Just blatantly the- says that. And she, of course, didn't know how to respond. She felt uncomfortable. She didn't say anything. And he's like, oh, I could tell that I made you uncomfortable, but that was not my intent. It's like, really? <laughs> Can you please explain to me what your intent was with a statement like that? You know? And um, you know, she's not an adult star or anything. She does do like artistic nude work. Um, herself, but here is this man coming in who's, you know, essentially degrading her and telling her that um, she's not that great, but these are all the things that's wrong with you, but this is how I can make you better. And that's kind of like the theme of the story is that people will try to break you down to make you feel like you need them. Mm -hmm. And that's not just in the industry. That's just reality of life for toxic, manipulative people. (laughs) That's so fucked up, though. My God. It just... I can't get over that. I know. I can't get over it either. I'm just like, wow, this is somebody who literally manages people that's 
God, if someone talks to me, something I don't like even that. Know and what all, like I'd on say. a first meeting. Yeah. Like this is your first time meeting this person. They should be trying to make a pretty good um impression. Yeah. Maybe talking themselves up about what they can offer you, not um <laughs> minimizing you. Yeah. And making you feel worthless. God. You yeah. know? But people continue to work with people like that. Mm-hmm. They do. And that sends a message. Like, think about when you go to Instagram and say a photographer reaches out to you, what's the first thing you do? When a photographer reaches out? Yeah. I mean, you look, at, you look at their following. You look to see who they've worked who with. Who they've worked with. You reach out to girls you may recognize and go, hey, how was it working with so-and-so? Exactly. That's I mean, what that's, I do. that's what I've always done mm-hmm. too. But think about how easy it is for any girl to look at the photographer's pictures, the girls he's worked with, and think that that's a green light. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. oh, well, I know about half the girls on this page. Mm-hmm. This person must be a reputable person to work with because he's working with them all the time. See, and that's what I did with that photographer I had an uncomfortable experience with. I didn't, at the time, I didn't reach out to anyone. I just went off of, oh, he's got a big following. He's worked with so-and-so. And yeah, I this know the caliber girls. of model, so he yeah. must be awesome. Yeah, exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Yikes. So, I know. What's the worst experience you've had with a photographer in the industry or the Uh, worst experience? Worst. I mean, I've had quite a few bad ones. I've had had a few that were like fake that were just kind of like alarming, you know, where Mm -hmm. somebody's like trying to get you to go somewhere and they're not actually who they say they are. That kind of stuff freaks me out, I think, the most. I haven't had the most of it. I would say general consensus is just people touching you or making comments about you um during a shoot that make you feel uncomfortable you know like nobody's tried to do anything more than that luckily yeah that still wasn't okay and I didn't always handle it the best way I didn't know how to handle it you know what do you do in that yeah circumstance exactly you just kind of let them know like with your body language that you're like not into that you either say no which I was like hey like I'm not cool with that can you please not do that you know, and just get the shoot done and leave, mm-hmm. you know, and not work with them again. It really sets a very awkward Very fucking awkward vibe. vibe. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But I think that one of the stories, and I think I've shared this before maybe once um, elsewhere, was well, I think I was maybe 17 or 18 years old. I had just started modeling and I got a casting for a job at a studio And it didn't really have a lot of information. It was essentially appearing like lifestyle shoot. I'm like, okay. So I show up to the studio. It wasn't a studio. It was a house. And I was like, well, maybe I got the address wrong. You know, and I had a friend with me. And I'm like, can you just stay out there for a minute while I see what this is about? You know, like, don't leave me here. And I go in. The guy greets me in, hands me like a script and starts telling me that he wants me to like go in the room and change he's gonna video the whole thing um (sighs) wants me to put this cast on my leg and pretend like my leg is broken and like limp around (laughs) talk on the phone like lay around half naked with a cast on that's Um, creepy and i was like what what is this for and he's like oh i have a high profile client in, in asia and um we need to do some other videos, too, of you outside falling down and breaking your leg. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, um, and it was just weird because he had, like, all these cameras. I mean, they're supposed to be hidden, but they were, like, in the house, like, in the room. Were in you the by changing yourself? Room. I was by myself in this house, yeah. 
Um, Holy shit, that is so, that's crazy. I had a friend outside who came with me because I just started modeling and I'm like, hey, can you just sit outside and wait? Like, because I just feel a little funny, like something feels off, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I was like, you know, this is um, not what it said it was going to be and I'm really not comfortable with this. So I'm going to go now. And he's like, okay, you know, no problem. But <laughs> I mean, it was just so bizarre to me, you know? So I definitely felt uncomfortable. Luckily, nothing happened. I also had support outside. Like if I hadn't come out, you know, maybe my friend would have came up and knocked or something. But it was just weird. weird shit. I mean, seriously. It was pretty weird. And that was one of my very first like experiences too, like responding to a casting <laughs> call and showing up like, okay, I'm yeah. eager. <laughs> well, this you know? high profile client in Asia, like seeing seeing people get people hurt. Get I, hurt. Mean, I mean, I guess fuck? like there's a market for everything right yeah. or wrong. Yeah. But it was just kind of set the tone and it made me more it made me a lot more aware and do a lot more yes. research on everyone. Mm-hmm. So my next job ended up being fake as well. And it's like it just like they prey on inexperienced mm-hmm. models. Yep. You know, almost like they're looking for an exact type that well, yes. maybe they could get away with this for, you know. Yeah. Exactly. The second one ended up being a pimp. And that was interesting because, like, he gave me this name, this photographer name, sent me all these pictures. He had an online portfolio. It looked pretty decent. It was in Florida. I was like, wow, this looks pretty cool, you know? And so I, like, start researching it. The guy's not making sense. He gave me referrals. I talked to models on the phone. Like, this guy was good. Talked to the models. They're like, oh, yeah, we love our pictures. We shoot, blah, blah, blah. I What I ended up doing is searching for reputable, like, photographers in the area that were well known that I didn't know personally but knew other models that I knew from LA and I I ended up talking to like maybe 10 different people and the I ended up talking to this photographer and he's like that person does does not exist that person is not who they say they are oh, like shit. I live here and this person is not legit you know so eventually I ended up finding out the guy was a pimp and he was luring girls to Florida and you know, getting them on drugs and oh my God. pimping them out from a... That's scary, too. It, yeah, it was just... It was Fuck, weird. Fuck, you've had the scary stories. <laughs> I mean, I was 18 years old, so, I mean, this was a long time ago, and but those were my first experiences. So, yeah, they did kind of scare yeah. me and shock me and kind of set, like, set in me, like, I'm going to be really fucking thorough. But yeah. through that experience, I did meet, like, a group of photographers um, that I ended up working with for several years after that. So there was something good that came of it. Well, that's good. You know? Yeah. But it was it was a little wild. Yeah. That's, that's some <sighs> scary shit. I've been pretty fortunate. I haven't had too many. Just like that one I was mentioning that was weird and, you know. Um, just... You haven't had any, like, fake ones where, like, they're trying to get you to show up somewhere and you're – close to booking it or going to it but I it mean, ends up not being yeah, real but i've never didn't go through with it yeah you know i just i don't know i could sense those things like this doesn't seem legit doesn't seem right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mo- and honestly most of the out-of-state ones are usually fake for me like yeah you know and i still get them now but now they're like blatantly obvious you yeah 18 year old me didn't see that i'm just like oh this photographer's great all these pictures <laughs> these girls are talking to me they seem really nice Eh. Nope. <laughs> you know, and then you hear those stories about girls going on these 
things and like getting kidnapped and shit and you're like fuck that yeah that's, that's scary fucking terrifying shit. it is because you never know and that's something you have to deal with as a woman in general regardless mm-hmm. yep. if you work in the modeling or entertainment industry at all mm-hmm. you know that's just yeah exactly. sadly the reality it is and i feel like that's why a lot of um people in this industry are very hardened you know very just i don't know tough skin because you have to be i mean you have to be but like to an extent you know like we don't have to accept treatment and i think that's one of the things that i love about the platform that we're speaking to on right now Mm -hmm. shout out only fans yeah (laughs) um is the ability to be in charge of you Mm -hmm. you know to be your own boss to do what you're comfortable with and nothing more than that yep you know And all of these other people that are essentially just trying to stick their hand in the fucking cookie jar, (laughs) you know, and tell you that you need them, you know, you have the choice to be like, no, Mm -hmm. I don't have to work with you or Mm -hmm. I don't want to work with you or, hey, I do want to work with you, you know, and you really get to be picky. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's good to be picky because, I mean, you don't want to end up in some fucked up situations. (laughs) It's sad, though, because it happens all the time. So, yeah, it is nice to have a platform where you can just do your own thing and work for yourself. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, there's a lot of people that work with, you know, like everybody has teams. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. photographers they work with. But you select makeup artists, team. But you, you get to select them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, I, and I know, like, coming from a place of pr- privilege now where I can be selective about what jobs, you know, but. 18-year-old me, even maybe 25-year-old me, felt like I had to take every single job, Mm -hmm. you know, just because I'm like, okay, I got to make money, got to put food on the table, got to get through college, Mm -hmm. you know. I need to do these things, like, even if they're not the best situations. Like, have you ever worked a job that you really didn't want to work and you're, like, regretting it the entire time? I haven't had any that I've – I mean, I've done somewhere I'm like, fuck, why did I take this, you know? But it yeah. wasn't, like, too bad. Just something like, why did I – this is worth the time. But Yeah. I mean, for me, I would do events, and I really didn't like them. You know, I didn't enjoy them, the mm-hmm. settings, the people, sometimes dealing with those yes. same things. Not photographers, but just, like, people that you're working events around, and you're like, oh, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. time to check out, like yeah. not going to book these anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure that all people in the industry feel like that. Mm-hmm. There's certain things you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Why did I agree to this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cheers to being independent. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cheers to that. 